Good morning, everyone. My name is Olajima Kazuri, and this is the School of Wisdom Daily Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about a topic that is a little bit sensitive. A lot of people have asked this before. Why do bad things happen to good people? Why do good people die? Why do good people suffer? Why do good people fail? Why do good people go through hardship? And then it seems like the bad people are you know, the ones thriving for example our politicians that seem to be doing evil that the ones that seem to you know be excelling at certain things or why, why is it that you know um people that believe god why is it that these are the people that tend to suffer more you know i'm sure you've asked that question if you've ever been afflicted in any way for example, as a believer, you've lost someone dear to you. As a believer, you've been assaulted, you've been attacked. for Like you didn't do anything. You're just assaulted. You've been insulted. You've been oppressed. You've been depressed. You know, in one form or the other, you've gone through these things before. Right? And you've asked that, God, why am I a believer? Right? Good people in this context... It's not limited to believers now. But because we are believers, we are asking it as believers. Like, God, I have the Holy Spirit. I know you. Why is it the same me that bad things are happening to? Well, guess what? Jesus did not promise that bad things would not happen to believers. What did he promise? He said that you have overcome. You are of God, little children, and you have overcome the world. In fact, News flash: the world hates you the more because you belong to God. You see, friendship with God is enmity with the world. So the world and its system will naturally work against you because one, you don't operate under its laws. Two, they don't understand you. So they, they try to bring you down. You're pressed. You're not crushed. Right? This, like, if they could do this, do, do the same thing to our Lord Jesus, like the creator of the universe, the one that created everything seen and unseen and yet they still gathered together to kill him <laughs> who are we that we won't go through the same thing i mean jesus was on a boat and the seas would have the guts to allow itself have a storm do you understand like the seas he created the seas and yet there'll still be a storm like the sea would still try to rebel against maker you know, Jesus was on a boat though. That didn't stop the sea from rebelling. Do you do you understand? So the fact that Jesus is on your boat, the fact that Jesus is on your inside doesn't mean that bad things will not happen. Of course, we have eternal life. And ordinarily we should not perish. But you see, as long as you're in the flesh, death operates in the flesh, but life comes through the spirit. So, you know, there are so many things, hardships that happen in the world. There are so, so, so many bad things that happen. Sickness is a hardship. You know, pain is affliction. Heartbreak is affliction. So many things that happen. Failure is affliction. And as a believer, you have been oppressed or you've been afflicted in one area or the other, right? Because you are in the, you're in the flesh. You have a physical body. And as long as you're in the flesh, death reigns in the flesh. That's, that's the consolation that we have the spirit of God. And even though the outward man perishes, the inward man is being renewed day by day. 
Now, I'd like to talk to us about affliction briefly today because that's what I spent my day studying. By the way, I'm completely healed from my broken heart. I'm so excited about what God has done through my results and what he's still doing. Right? How else would I be able to comfort other people? It's one thing to comfort from the place of, yeah, I'm high up there. I've done this and, you know, I, I went and scattered. It's another thing to comfort from the place of, I've been there. I've gone through this, you know, and God helped me. Now, I'm not saying that as a believer, you're supposed to be afflicted in every area of your life. No, you can do well in the area of your academics. And then there's something else that just happens to you. One bad thing just happens. I'm not saying that bad things have to happen in every area. But most times when you notice that you've been afflicted, it means that God is sending you to comfort people that are going through that same thing. It's part of your destiny. There's something called the furnace of affliction. Even the word affliction itself in Greek, it means thlibo. T-H-L-I-B-O. Thlibo. That word means to press something. It's the same thing for pressing oil or pressing wine. Right Now, affliction is to press something hard to like to to it's, it's not oppression now but oppression is a form of affliction affliction is to hard press something now when you press wine when you press grapes you know that it's for a purpose that's why it's called a wine press so that um wine can come out of the grapes you crush the grapes so that wine can come out the same thing with olive fruits the reason you crush olive is so that oil can come out of it. Now, it's no coincidence that the place where Jesus was, you know, was was afflicted, where he was shedding tears, where he went to God to tell him, God, let this cup pass over me. That place where he shed tears that looked like blood, where, where he, he, he was sweating to the point that, you know, like his sweat began to look like blood. You know, that place, it's not coincidence that it's called Gethsemane. The word Gethsemane means oil press. Let me tell you something. Your anointing will press you. Anointing oil is, right, the um, the conventional anointing oil we use is olive oil. And before you can get that anointing, there has to be some pressing involved. So before there can be an anointing, who told you that you won't be pressed? Affliction is a furnace. And sometimes it's important to pasture it. Now that doesn't mean that God is the one that sends it. God does not tempt with evil. Neither can he be tempted with evil. So if you're suffering evil, it doesn't mean it's from God. God doesn't have evil to give you. God is the author of life. He comes that you might have life and have it in abundance. But sometimes the enemy comes because like I said, the world and systems are against you and wants you to have, you know, trauma and to test you and all that you remember the story of job right how the enemy went to and um, when the sons of god went to submit themselves to god and then god was like have you seen my servant job right he allowed job go through the furnace of affliction he lost everything that he had and the end of it was that job got to know god and he had restoration multiple folds of all the things that he had lost so yes Headship does not come from God, but he allows it sometimes to test us. The Bible says the word of God tried him. As um, of Joseph, the word of God tried him. So sometimes the word of God will try you before you can be 
called to step into that place that before you can be sent to step into that place that you've been called to, you have to go through the pit. You have to go through the prison. I mean, Jesus went through the grave. The good news is that the biggest thing the enemy has over you is death. That's the highest thing. Sickness. You're scared of sickness because you're scared of dying. You're scared of failure because somehow 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 you're scared of death death could be social death it could be physical death it could be mental death you're just scared of death in one form or the other and that's the enemy's specialty but god has taken over that area jesus is the one that has the keys of life and death now because to a believer death is not the end anymore and the end of it is that even if you go through death there is resurrection and point is so you can comfort others that is the point of everything second corinthians 1 talks about how god is the god of all comfort and he comforts us so that we can comfort so that we can comfort other people so you've been robbed you've been beaten you've gone through affliction you've been pressed in one area the end is that because god is your comforter you'll be able to comfort those that mourn. the bible says the spirit of god has anointed me you know to preach good news to the poor the word poor there means afflicted the oppressed to preach good news to the poor this is in isaiah 61 61 and jesus christ quoted the same thing in the book of luke the spirit of god has anointed me to preach the good news to the poor the oppressed the afflicted to heal the heartbroken to proclaim liberty to the captives to proclaim the opening of prison to those that are bound you know to comfort those that mourn in Zion. So there's a mourning that comes even in Zion. You can be in Zion and still mourn in a certain area. It might not be in the area of your academics or in your finances, but there's an area that you're still looking to God for comfort. Have you ever thought of it that that's the area that you've been called to comfort others? So instead of moping and feeling sorry for yourself and throwing a pity party, you should look at it as an opportunity to bless others. Now you're a high priest that has been touched with the, with the infirmity of the other person and you can be sent as an apostle to help the other person to help other people one of the signs that you've been sent to a particular person or people is the fact that you have gone through what they have gone through or you will go through what they have gone through do you understand so you're able to comfort people that have gone through abuse in one form or the other because you've gone through it and god has comforted you now when god made a promise to abraham when he was telling him about how you know he would bless him and his seed and his generations to come and all that god made the covenant with two things a burning a furnace and a lamp right he made those two things pass between the um, animals that abraham had caught in two to symbolize the covenant we'll talk about that later you know he he passed through he made a furnace and a lamp to pass through those things. I was asking God, what, what does the furnace mean? And he said the furnace is an affliction because he promised Abraham that, look, your generation, your children are going to go through slavery for, for 400 years. They went through slavery for 430 years in Egypt. I told them they, they, they're going to go through slavery in a particular land. But the point is to refine them. Furnace. The furnace of affliction is a refinery. You come out better and stronger and you're able to shine as a lamp to help others. Now, the beautiful thing is that even in the furnace, when you go through fire, you will not be burned. He will be right there with you the same way 
Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego had to go through fire. And yet the son of God was right there beside them and no hair on their head was burned. So yes, you'll go through the fire. You will not be burned. You'll go through the weavers, but they will not overwhelm you. You'll come out better than ever. And the end is that you will help others. You'll comfort others. That is the power that is working in you to help you to comfort others that have gone through this thing i mean jesus went through death and he resurrected and we know that we have the victory not that we won't go through these things he said that you have trials and tribulations in this world but be comforted i have overcome the world the holy spirit is our comforter that is one of his major functions is the paracletos he comforts us to the end that we might comfort others. But that is the power that is working in you. The energy that God is using to comfort other people is at work in you. God is energizing you. Comfort is a form of energizing. He's energizing you so that to, you, you can help other people. You can successfully tell them that, look, I've been there. That is not the end. That is the beginning. So I hope that you've been blessed today. Please send your questions to zero eight one four five one four eight two seven six or at jimalaryadeborah seven at gmail.com see you next time guys stay blessed have a lovely day